Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I caught it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we... Jeopardy. <laughs> are you though? Listen guys, we, we need your help uh, to help keep the lights on as they say. Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. You Back. can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We just we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but <laughs> not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, patreoncom motcu. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah. The yeah. tears started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie. Back at the Masters of the Cinematic Universe. With me today, as always, is Eric Pabone and Doug Christ, and we are about to tackle a ridiculously long movie again. So, sorry guys, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Way to pump up the excitement right in the beginning. Yeah. No, you guys, you're going to like this one, I promise you. I promise yeah, you. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Hey, hey, Eric. Yes. Is there a fourth person here today? There is. There absolutely is. Uh, And I'm excited about it, too, man. Yeah. Um, How to introduce our guest today? Uh, He is known. He has several monikers. He's the Chopper. uh, He's the (laughs) Spikeman. But uh, he's just a general good dude, and we have a lot in common. Very cool guy. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Travis Butler is joining us today. Thank you so much, man. I'm uh, super excited to be here. I, uh, I feel right at home being uh, in this nerd culture. Uh, <laughs> Masters of the Cinematic Universe is fucking right up my alley. I love Excellent. this. Hell that's yeah, a, I'm glad you were able to uh, join that's us. That's amazing. I was I was so excited that you jumped on, on this episode in particular because uh, this is right in your wheelhouse, man. Oh, this is right in my wheelhouse. And this is one of my favorite movies of all time. I really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah, you kind of hit the jackpot of all these movies, too. Like, <laughs> it only yeah. gets worse. Yeah, no shit. You really can't fuck this one up. Yeah, it was a, it, I love this. I, I, I so enjoy The Empire. Yeah. So Empire? Uh, We're doing Empire? Yeah, the, you know that TV show on no, Fox where like, they run a music company? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I love the hip-hop. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what y'all drinking tonight? I'm so boring. I, I'm actually blue had moon. a beer, so I made myself. Oh, you're doing okay. Blue Moon. I I'm drinking yeah, I'm a uh, whiskey sour. Yeah. Ooh, look at you. Like, yeah, I'm, like a, I'm taking like a pinkies fancy. out, man. I got a White Claw iced tea. I'm doing it uh, <laughs> fancy. Got that lemon in the raspberry. Oh, and, uh, I got fuck. my backup. Uh, I'm, I'm sitting that high life, man. Nice. I just heard you all talking about that on the Friday free show, and I was so fucking like, stoked. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, we just randomly found it. Someone posted it in one of our subgroups that it was out and about, and uh, we I hadn't seen it, heard about it or anything, and I'm in tight quarters with the uh, with my White Claw rep. Uh and um, yeah, I, I hadn't heard about it, and man, we saw it and uh, and found it at our local Publix, and it it might be my favorite out of the entire uh, portfolio with White Claw, whether it be like their their seltzer, the seventy cal, or then you know all the other uh, Mike's hards and all that stuff. This stuff is legit good. It tastes like a fucking Arnold Palmer. It's it's dangerously That's awesome. good. That's awesome. I'm drinking the uh, the Dragon's Milk White uh, Bourbon Ooh. aged out. It's so good, dude. That's a boozy fucking uh, selection. Yeah, it, it's delicious. It tastes like cream soda, like just straight up cream soda. That'll kick you in the nuts, man. That that's some strong yeah. shit. It's like ten percent. <laughs> so so for our listeners who don't know, Travis is like on this really small podcast. It's like nobody listens to it. it like it's <laughs> such a tiny show. <laughs> it's just a little thing that we do in Orlando. You know, I mean, you may have heard about it. We're on iHeartRadio, not the not the brag or be on. No, I'm joking, <laughs> but uh, no, man. Uh, yeah, I'm on um, from uh, a corporate time with Tom and Dan. You can also find me on a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of like the fourth mic slash uh, just uh, in studio clown. Uh, I wash dishes. <laughs> and if you have two ninety five a month, you can also be a big dick millionaire. Yes, actually, yeah, for a buck ninety five, all the way up to uh, I mean, you could be a kind of tactical hat status and give us a twenty dollars a month or whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you, know, you, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, it, it starts at dollar ninety five, and you get so many shenanigans. You get uh, special invites to parties. Um, we have an exclusive podcast. It's released once a week. Uh, call it our BDM show. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it's definitely worth it. Check us out. Uh, you don't hear my ass so much. Uh, you know, Tom and Dan are usually the uh, the stars of the show, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's a super fun time, man. I highly recommend Don't it. Sell yourself short, yeah, I, man. You are the star of the show. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. chopper status. Yeah, yeah, um, and all the dick cards on the walls. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, the very first podcast I ever listened to was AMT. So, like, I, that's that's my shit. I've been on that since day one. Awesome, man. That's, that's so dope to hear. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it's it's the craziest fucking show I've ever been on. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, just shenanigans left and right, man. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's not a bit either, is it? <laughs> no, man. It's funny enough. Like ninety percent of the stories are one hundred percent true. I would say even ninety eight to ninety nine percent of the stories are true. Obviously, there's some embellishments sometimes on my end or somebody's end. You know, it's it is radio and yeah. podcast. So, but uh, dude, yeah, every there is a absolute truth to almost every story that's out there. Nice. Yeah. So if you guys aren't listening to that, um, I really can't recommend it anymore. Eric's also there, like artist. So like, it's got deep connections to here. Oh yeah, Eric Bobone's fucking amazing with his artwork. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Eric, what are we watching today? Boys, today we are watching the 1980 classic Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. Come on, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Highly regarded. Yep. I mean, listen, this is one of my favorite movies. So, oh yeah, you know I'm going to be sucking this thing's dick all episode long. And, and I think maybe most of us will. Joe, you got to be the voice of reason on this one because, uh, yeah, I just... I don't know, man. Because, like... You know, last time when I rewatched, uh, re- or not Return, um, that one was gonna be a shit show. I don't New know. Hope. You, but last yeah. time when I rewatched New Hope, I, I, I really like. 
shat all over that movie. I was like, man, this is not as good as I remembered. I probably should not rewatch it. Mm-hmm. But but this one I didn't have that with. I was like, I was like, I'm seriously like, I'm like, God, this movie's so fucking good. I I totally agree with you, Joe. I'm I'm, I'm on board with you there. It's it's exactly the same scenario for me. My wife. The- my my bad. My my wife walked in while I was watching this, and she's like, "Oh man, you're watching another one." I was like, yeah. "I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, it's it's this is so much better. It's my favorite movie." And she sat down in the first fucking like five minutes. She's like, "God, these special effects suck." I was like, oh, like some spaceship fly." I was like, "Get out of here!" I was like, "Right when they're uh, they're chasing the Falcon." On the uh, on the asteroid with a couple of Tie Fighters on their tail, and she's like, "Oh my God, look at these special effects!" Go for the fuck out. <laughs> I was like, on. I was like, seriously, because like last time I shot all over, like I mean the like the the, um, the special effects and the mm-hmm, spaceships mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, oh, it's not real. Like it doesn't look. This one, I'm like, God, they made this shit look good, dude. You know what? I'm they, like, they killed it. before we even jump into this, I gotta tell you what I appreciate about this cut of Empire Strikes Back is that. Mr. Lucas showed a little restraint this time. Like, it's not as CGI fucked out yes. as A New yeah. Hope was. Yeah. Um, that didn't change shit for the sake of changing shit. Yeah. Like he yeah. did with, with The New Hope. Um, yeah, that was, that was, you're absolutely right. All right, Joe, take us in. Let's begin this journey proper, son. All right, here we go. You can probably just talk over this. No, no. Actually, my plan is just to let the whole score play about an hour and a half, and <laughs> and then we then we call it a wrap, man. Can we rate oh, it. I mean, we're done. I was just thinking, y'all life. are gonna get sued the fuck out of my Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seeing these incoming. Yeah, the mouse is gonna get our ass. What can you say, man? What can you say about that beautiful fucking John Williams score? Like, if that don't send yep. chills down your spine, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for you. So I just I always have like I, like I told on the last episode like we played this song for our fucking graduation or a high school and when you have like almost two thousand students graduate you play this song for like an hour and a half. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So because I was in the the band, I was a band nerd. Um, I hey, played the there's French nothing horn. wrong with that, man. All four of my kids were bangies. Okay, cool. At least I'm in a no. company. Sorry, I man. did. French horn's way better. My older brother played the fucking clarinet. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm always like, bump, 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 bump. That's like my part in the song. I was like, yeah, I'm getting this yeah. shit. I like I'm that. getting the upbeats. <laughs> like you still remember? That's <laughs> oh, you because because those beats are so fucking like hard because they're not just straight beats. Like if you like listen to that, it's they're not like playing where you think they should be playing. Like right. you're like, oh, this should be like, no, it's like weird off off beats. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. So we open on a star destroyer. And immediately this thing is shooting stuff left and right crazy. So the adventure right off the bat uh, takes place and we crash on a snowy planet, planet Hoth. Um, similarities to the first movie that, you know, we had that big opening with the crawl and the, and the Star Destroyer. Not as epic in scope this time, but we do get a similar vibe where, you know, get that classic pan down space ship and then something happens. In this case, don't forget the yellow wording. Yeah, that's true. Don't forget the yellow. <laughs> the yellow. I don't know what was better to call it, but don't forget all the I reading. Was kind of, you have to do. I kind of saw like they took a shot at a at Big Rod in there. 
They said the Imperial Starfleet. And I was like, hold on, you can't use the word Starfleet. Don't even fuck with Star Trek. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was like, I see what you did there, Lucas. It's possible. He, he did steal from a lot of different areas, as we discussed. So we get a snow planet, which is kind of refreshing, man, after so much time in the desert. Like, it just feels different. Yeah. Um, oh, and, yeah. and we get we get Luke uh, Skywalker back. He looks a little worse for the wear, but he's he's chilling on this uh, disgusting space horse, which for my money is my he favorite character in this movie. Well. The space horse, the, yeah. This Tauntaun is is just so gross. I love it. Stank. Yeah, he's not as gross as like solely for Monsters Inc. Who's sitting in the cave a couple scenes on the road. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Hamill does look. I mean, I, I think the story behind it was he was in a car accident, right? Like prior to sh- to shooting this movie. Oh yes, yeah. he, he definitely yeah. looks fucked up. He almost has a little bit of a burn victim kind of feel to him. You know, yeah. Like, what happened to you, bro? Like, man, it's, it's been a rough couple of years. Like, you fucking with the Empire? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, what you get into, bro? He's been drinking that blue if milk. If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, it was, it was around the time of Corvette Summer. He did that movie, and I think he got one of the Corvettes. I could be making this whole thing up, but uh, yeah, he. It was I like a, where you're going with it, though. It yeah. was a bad. Yeah. It was a bad wreck. It was a real bad wreck, and uh, I think he, you know, he kind of almost lost his life and such. So yeah, that, yep. I remember reading about that a long while back, and I want to say the reason for that this this whole Wampa attack sequence with the cuts and everything was sort of to justify the way his face looked now. Uh, in, yes. in reality, oh, that makes sense. Oh, he wasn't um, the pretty boy anymore. Well, you that know why they did it on the snow planet. Was to compensate for Carrie Fisher's drug addiction. No, oh, <laughs> you know, you, you got to bring that up, right? Come on, man. <laughs> like we got to hide this cocaine somehow. Rest in peace. Come on, man. So anyway, Luke Luke uh, does see one of these things that was shot out of the Star Destroyer crash land, and he, you know, naturally curious young man, so he, he wants to check it out. Um, He's communicating with our friend Han Solo, who is now apparently along for the ride, which is cool. And uh, almost immediately, his his disgusting space horse gets uh, spooked, right? Uh, starts bucking and making the grossest noises in cinema. And Luke Skywalker <laughs> gets so attacked bad. by a, a abominable snowman, which is fun. Yeah, a wampa. A wampa. He is fucked up. Yeah. Swatted, bro. He just gets like backhanded off. Yes, the yeah, he does. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that there's just a guy in a suit, and they're like, "All right, smack the fuck out of this kid." <laughs> I do like the new edits, though. When they, uh, we'll, we'll get into that, I guess, when you get to the ice cave. But man, I, I with the new version that I watched on Disney Plus today, I was like, this this looks a little more uh, a little more crazy than I remember. When he's sitting there eating the tauntaun, you're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that as a, like it must have just like slipped my mind. But I saw it today and I was like, oh yeah, I, I like this. This is crazy. Yeah, it feels kind of like a zombie movie, man. Like yeah, yeah, it got vicious for a minute there. Like I was like, this is violent. I like it. Yeah, all right. So we dive right into Han Solo uh, back at the base with uh, Princess Leia, and the next couple of minutes of this movie are really dedicated to their sexual tension, like in a, in, in, a yeah. in a real fun way. You know, Han. Wants to stick around, but uh, he's he obviously he has got a bounty on his head. It's it's a tough place for him to be, and there's just some some real like you could cut the tension with a knife, man, uh, between him and uh, and Princess Leia. So I don't understand why he doesn't want to, like why he wants to leave. Like I mean, he is surrounded by the rebel army, the rebel 
faction. And he's like, you know what? It's best if I go solo and kind of deal with my bounty on my own. I see like, what why? you did there. <laughs> Guys, it's best if I go hashtag solo. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got a reputation, man. Like, well, I, I appreciate that too, because he still feels a little bit uneasy being in this position. Like he, you know, he bit off more than he could chew in the first place. This wasn't where he wanted to end up. And mm. I don't know. But there is something there. There is that connection there between him and, and uh, Leia. And uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of fun to explore. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, he's still, not, he's still not used to being responsible for anybody but himself and Chewie. And that's what it is. His whole life is just had to worry about himself. So, you know, he's still getting used to that fact. So he, he sort of rebels every now and then. I would I would hung out with the army. I would have been like, yo, uh, watch my back, kind of like uh, like bubble gump and force. I'd be like, yeah, 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 I'll sleep. I'll lean against you. You lean against me. That way you don't sleep with your face in the mud. That would be perfect. That's what I would need. I don't want to get shot while I'm sleeping, so I would right. have an entire rebel army to look after me. Right? That's what I'm saying. That is a really good that point. But hey, you know, if he wants to live uh, live by himself with a long haired shaggy dog, that's fine. He can yep. do that. That's but, the route he wanted to go. Yeah, to each his own, my friend. <laughs> and and yeah, that's that's you know, man, Travis, I didn't really think about that, but fucking a, like he does have a lot of backup here. That oh, yeah, <laughs> can be like you know a lot. There's they, there's this slug after me. Can you guys just fucking take care of it for me? He's an army of ships in that scene. There's an army of uh, of snow speeders that are out there, like and, and X wings, and there's there's transports that are there they're shooting and, and co- making covers they can jet pass by star destroyer there's all kinds of shit you know and you're just like ah you know what i'm gonna end up on my ratty ass fucking millennium falcon and fucking falcon. you know falcon. falcon yeah let's let's not mispronounce <laughs> the that, ship the, that falcon spaceship the fucking falcon <laughs> i listened for it too and he said it and i'm like god damn it i'm just like I'm this fucking falcon <laughs> we can't not say it now you know what i mean it's it's like uh it's like doc brown in back to the future and the gigawatt like you gotta own it yes. at this point you know yep so he's concerned because luke hasn't checked back in and nobody else seems to give one fuck about where this kid is or why he's not home at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he takes it upon himself to grab one of these disgusting creatures and go out after him uh joe if you can hit clip number two we get some classic harrison dialogue yeah, we're having some trouble adapting them to the cold. We'll have to go out on town, town. Sir, the temperature's dropping too rapidly. That's right, my friend's out in it. I'll cover Sector 12. Your Tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Now, I say that in my house all the fucking time. <laughs> when I'm getting sent to run out on errands for fucking groceries, before I leave, I just say, well, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> I say it like Indy, though, like when he says it in, in Temple of Doom. He's like, oh, he says he's going to see you in hell in that, too, right? He does. Yeah. I think yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of his go to. That It that, is. I like yeah, it. That and pointing yeah, that at people. Pointing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He points. Pointing, yes. Every movie ever, he points. So we cut back to uh, the Wampus Cave where Luke is. is being held captive in the coolest of ways. Uh, for- yeah, he's he's stuck with Sol- like, solely for Monsters Incorporated. Like when he got stuck to the door, <laughs> looking for Boo. <laughs> this is like Sully with rabies and shit. Like, yeah, yeah. And he's eating the girl. Like we, we could go real dark with it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like to think it's Randall. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, you know, Luke Luke springs back to consciousness, realizes the predicament he's in. His lightsaber's out of reach. 
and we get to see Luke use the force proper uh, just in the nick of time to cut this this poor animal's arm off like you know technically this guy really did nothing wrong it's a wild animal well I mean he was gonna eat him yeah but you know is uh, listen you jump into a lion's cage it, he's gonna he's gonna bite you now I got some logistical questions here how the hell did he get his feet frozen into the roof cause Wampas know how to do that yeah like did he like what I mean like you'd have to like put water up there in order for the water to freeze and how would the water stay up there's like anti-gravity he blew a Yeti load and it fucking stuck yeah. in there. And it, it's the viscosity of the load that actually freezes and it rapid freezes so fast because it's already in an ice cave. So Flash it's like, it's real quick. Yeah, exactly. Boom. There we go. I have no further questions, Your Honor. Yeah. I feel like I feel like we've addressed that. They, they couldn't show that part. Okay, that was a good answer. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm good with that answer. That's called head cannon right Thank there. You. So. <laughs> <laughs> So Luke escapes into the into the tundra, and it's it's cold, man. It, you know he he starts to uh, get a little loopy, and uh, he gets a, a sort of force vision of sorts from Obi Wan Kenobi, telling him to go to a place called Dagobah. If you want to hit clip three for me, Ben, you will go to the Dagobah system. Dagobah system. There you will learn from Yoda, the Jedi Master who instructed me. Ben! Now, um, sorry, this whiskey sour just hit me in the back of the throat. Crazy. You know what? What I was about to say is like, you know, what you know he's saying that he's like he's uh the jedi instructor instructed me meanwhile qui-gon's off the side like what the fuck bro <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> what the right. fuck i'm putting in a friend zone yeah yeah <laughs> fuck you guys i'm out <laughs> disappeared I'm, I'm not coming back to the fucking very end i like how he's also taking advice from a guy he saw die he's yeah. like he's like oh, yeah. this dude's dead but he just keeps talking to me and shit so you didn't I'm gonna even go fight back he just stood there he just turned yeah. to close man like that was super whack he's not he, yeah he's not like dude i thought you were fucking dead what happened yeah. <laughs> I, I like that mark hamill's really stretching his acting ability in this scene because it's very you know it's very dramatic in this in this scene well you, we'll get there man we'll get there <laughs> in this franchise he gets to choose some scenery later in this movie this fucking chef's kiss i love it i love it so his buddy Han's looking for him, and, uh, you know, they got to close the, the what did Mark Merritt, lock the gates. Like, yeah, it's too cold. We got to shut down. these doors for some reason. And just, uh, you know, wait for your friends to die. So we get a cool little sequence of uh, Han saving the day. Now, I cut this clip because, like I said, I want to get through this a little faster, but... One of my favorite moments in this movie is Han with the lightsaber. It's the only time he holds a lightsaber in these films. And what does he do with it? He cuts this gross space horse open <laughs> for warmth. Yeah. And he, he has That's a... To- it's a chopper move. Yeah, exactly. That is a chopper move. Um, but he, he has a great line, which is, uh, I thought it smelled bad. Uh, on the outside. <laughs> And like when he cuts it open, it looks like a bunch of like condoms come out of it. It is. Oh, it ties into the movie we're gonna do uh, in our next episode. Uh, Jim carries the mask. A lot of condoms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I 
Yes. You know, I'm not even going to ruin it, but I, I did not remember that movie. Like, I thought I remembered oh, it. Oh, buddy. That's, that's a can <laughs> of worms right there. Definitely. So, Hud Solo saves the day. Uh, keeps his friend alive with uh, some intestines. And uh, they get rescued, taken back to base. And they put him in a kind of a hot tub. Get him, you know, get him fresh. And he looks very, very beat up, man. Like, you see those facial scars, and, and it's a bad, bad. So if that's yeah. real, you know, man, oh man, that that was must have been a rough accident. Um, straight out of this, we just get more sexual tension, but we get the incest, uh, incestual sexual tension too, in a, mm. in a gross display of uh, yeah, brother. One of I don't, many. I don't remember the um, yeah. Didn't isn't there a scene where like in a deleted scene where like Leia comes and gets in the Craigslist hot tub with him? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a special edition yeah yeah yeah, yeah very special or, or am i confusing that with the next video <laughs> i may or may not have seen that yeah when they rescue leia she's on a black leather couch yeah. <laughs> surrounded by darth vader's <laughs> so yeah you know han is trying to assert himself as kind of like a, a suave dude and leia's not having it man so she lays one on a on Luke and Luke Luke yeah. is fucking on cloud nine man like this dude oh he was hysterical yeah he just almost got eaten by a fucking uh, snow monster and he puts his hands behind his head and big dicks it in front of Han like oh yeah yes. look at me now like, motherfucker thought I was thought I was going to the Dagobah system I'm going to the Alabama system <laughs> <laughs> fucking so true so uh at this point Everything's grounded, right? They're taking precautions, so Han can't take the Falcon and uh, leave like he wanted to. Um, but I do have to bring up the line, my favorite line in the movie, is uh, when he's talking to the general about leaving. <laughs> and he, you know, the general's like, I completely understand, you know, a, a death mark is a hard thing to live with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's just my favorite line in that whole movie. You know, because the funny thing is we get on Lucas a lot about his dialogue, especially in the prequels. But he was spot on for the most part, but that was one that got away from him. Like that line was just dumb and should have never been in the movie. You know? I want to know that general's story, man. Like, yeah, he he let that fly with such ease. Like, oh yeah, death mark. I know, know, I know. Well, it's funny the the actor who plays him. I I forgot his name, but I don't know. Do you guys ever watch the the John Cleese show Faulty Towers? No, uh, no like you a, were telling me about. All right, it, we're going we're going way back. I'm dating myself, obviously, but it was a it was a half hour sitcom where he owned a bed and breakfast, blah blah blah. But there was mm-hmm. one episode where there was the the typical ugly American, and uh, that guy played the ugly American in in yeah. that in that episode. So that's what I know him from. But again, I'm dating myself. That's interesting. I'll have to check Fucking that out. Sir. You it's a killer I, series. I haven't I haven't seen much of it, but I mean anything with uh oh, police is amazing. It's yeah. uh, it's classic. It's classic hysterical. I think comedy. they even had Rowan Atkins was in uh Faulty Towers, wasn't he? No, he was I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it if he was. Though. No, he he, he, he wasn't never. he wasn't in that, but um because this goes back to this almost the same time Hold Python on, was out in the seventies. For, for once you're not the expert on uh UK culture here. Mr. Butler is British. Okay. I'm gonna bow out of the Faulty Towers one though. <laughs> but I, just, I, I you know, <laughs> I don't think Ryan Atkinson was in Faulty Towers, but um, well, he would have I mean, been real young at that time because this was in the seventies. There was only a way to find out if somebody was in something. Well, yes, you can look it up, but I'll, I'll. That's cheating, though. I'll say no. Yeah. But anyway, the series itself, it's a, it's just 
step aside for a second is genius comedy. It's really, really good. So, mm. well, uh, Joe torrent that for me, bro. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's I'm that's I'm good at that. All right, so we're back in business. Han and Chu, we are going to investigate uh, what turns out to be Imperial probe droids. Um, which are really great design, man. Like they look like floating yeah. octopus. Like, yep, yeah, they're, yep. they're badass. Yeah, man, just just super, just another awesome. I don't know if that was uh, like a Ralph uh, Macquarie thing or somebody else, but some of the design elements in this movie are just so killer, man. Like so memorable. In fact, to the extent that when we did that Rise of Resistance ride and you turn the corner and one of those things is floating there waiting for you. Oh yeah, I remember that. Fucking spoiler alert! Spoiler, fucking bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm, go- I'm going on fucking Tuesday for the first fucking time. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah. you may or may not see that. Damn it, Eric. It's diff- I finally got to ride it last time I went. I was like, because I never can get in the fucking virtual queue because they get fills within ten seconds of opening. Oh yeah, dude. We we did it immediately when it started, and we didn't get on until like eight o'clock at night. It was crazy. So good luck, Trey. I got a. I got a fat ass. I got a fat hookup though, so I have uh, I have uh, the one and only Joey Mazan uh, taking uh, me out and uh, meeting him there early. We've nice. already got secured seats and every lo- all the rides, uh, guaranteed pilot seat in the Millennium Falcon. I, I don't even know what time he has uh, set aside for us, but I, I know we have multiple rides. That's that awesome. You Mazanting it, man. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I was yeah. to be the king. I was at Epcot. I went to Epcot Sunday because it was my birthday, and uh, I got really fucking drunk. I was going to say, do you remember any of it? Not really. I, oh, I don't okay. even know. I drink like 10, <laughs> 10, 10 or 11 beers. Holy shit. That's like $300 I, in a Disney World. I know, dude. Like, <laughs> I, and I ate so much food. I was like, I don't even think we did Future World. We just only did World Showcase, and I just got drunk and full. Hell yeah. Drunk and Happy full. birthday, man. Drunk and full is no way to go through life, son. Wait, yes it is. It's the only way to go through life. I live my life one pint at a time. There you go. So when we leave the snowy surface of Hoth, we cut to the inside of the Imperial Space uh, Station Star Destroyer. And we see our friend Darth Vader again. And uh, I'll let you hit that clip number five so you can sort of experience like what human resources are like on this Wait, ship. Is it clip four or clip five? Uh, it's clip five. We're going to skip over clip four. Okay, because I almost played Clip Floor, and I was like, hold on, did we not play that, or did I just am I just already drunk? No, I'm trying to throw a wrench in your whole <laughs> shit, man. All right, yeah, I'm glad you said that, because I was like watching it, I was like, hold on, I almost lost the wrong shit here. All right, here we go. Lord Vader, the fleet has moved down to flight speed, and we're preparing to... You have failed me for the last time, Admiral. Captain Piet. Yes, my lord. Make ready to land our troops beyond their energy field and deploy the fleet so that nothing gets off the system. You are in command now, Admiral Piet. Thank you, Lord Okay, so like, why would you ever want to be in command on any of these ships? Nah, you're not. It's not going to end well. Yeah. Well, what I when I so I've been totally geeking it out recently, and I started diving into the Thrawn series, which is phenomenal. And uh, oh, I say, yeah. I, I've been reading it, but I've I've been audiobooking, so I'm listening to it. I'm driving, I'm working out. Jen does. My wife doesn't understand how I can listen to this and work out, but I I do it all the time, and I love it. And you kind of see the the difference, like you know, because there's like uh, the the Emperor's Seth uh, uh, Sith uh, you know engine, and then you have like the naval, the Imperial naval and the uh, army. 
I mean, uh, the, the Imperial Naval. And uh, it, uh, they're two completely different factions in the fact that, you know, that it's like the Imperial Navy kind of runs on its own, you know, hierarchy. And then there's the Sith who just kind of walk, come and go as they fucking please. And um, so, like, Lord Vader, he's almost, like, not in charge of any of that. There is, like, people that are underneath him. He just fucking just cuts them all down, which is fucking crazy because it's – there's, like, the whole republic that would be, you know, uh, on uh, – on, um, uh, I'm drawing a blank. Jesus Christ. I've had too many white balls now. That's okay, <laughs> man. No, but that's a good point. But, like, yeah. like he sort of just does whatever the fuck he wants, you know, short of, of he, what he does. what the emperor is asking him to do. And uh, – yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, like, just nerve-wracking to be on that ship knowing that, like, you could look at this dude the wrong way and he can choke you with magic, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd like going to be on the lower deck somewhere, like, just cleaning the toilet and be like, all right, <laughs> I should be okay. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin was the only one that had any kind of control over him. That's true. He's the only one that he listened to. Yeah. And But, you know, he got his ass blown up, so <laughs> yeah. now he's just run amok. Now, he, you know, yeah, now he's just allowed to do whatever the hell he wants. And, and I know we talked about that in the New Hope episode, but yeah, that that's mm-hmm. such a credit to uh, Alec Guinness and his and his, uh, his acting, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we are now at the point where uh, the rebels are found out. The Empire is is getting ready to uh, ambush these guys, and everybody's packing up to get the hell out of there. Um, What I liked about this whole sequence more than anything, what jumped out at me at the most, is Luke Skywalker treating Chewbacca like a just a big dog and like rubbing his collarbone and shit. Like I fucking love that. (laughs) He's just getting ready to dip off and go uh, jump in a snowspeeder. You're like, yeah, get some right behind the ear a little bit. Yeah, give some. Who's it? Who's a good one? Yeah, like I got a treat for you, buddy. It's fucking wonderful, man. Especially given their history and and you know took him a while to warm up to him so i appreciated that yeah Mm -hmm. um there's there's a lot of action here that sort of leads up to uh the next sequence i'm gonna have joe play which is the escape um there's no way out for leia you know as planned so han ushers her uh, onto the millennium falcon and uh she is so adept at giving him shit and putting him in his place and uh, again it's just an awesome strong female character um, in this era of like the damsel in distress. So, Joel, I'll let you play uh, clip number six. How's this? It helped if I got out and pushed. Captain Turner. Captain Turner. Mike! <laughs> Sir, might I suggest that you. you wait. Would it help if I got out and pushed? Come on, man. It might. It might. I know. So, uh, yeah, if we're talking about Carrie Fisher's performance, man, like, she just, she gives this character such fucking oomph that every time I come back to these movies, and my daughters love these movies, man, like, they're they're fucking eight years old and already ultra-feminist, so it's great. Um I can't say enough good things about the character and and the way that she asserts herself in these in these moments. Um because it's such a contrast to all of the other action movies out at the time where you know yeah you just kind of have to s- sit the female characters in the background and let the men do the 
the shooty shooty and the fighty fighty. Yeah, they were the ones being rescued in all these other movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to doing the rescuing. So, yep. So, at this point in the film, uh, as things are, are, are leading up to uh, this epic battle on Hoth, we get our first real Star War, you know, in, in these movies. And it's really, really... Um, to me, it holds up. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. It is a great war scene. I, I will say, like, this movie, the first, like, 45 minutes is just straight action. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And we have, like, this classic, you know, like, the stop-motion animation, which, again, Lucas didn't fuck with a whole lot in this in this cut of the no. movie, in the, in the most current cut. Like, they kept a lot of that original stuff in there, um, you know, warts and all. But there's just it holds up though. Yeah, it really does. I'd say, oh, it absolutely does. Okay, I yeah. was curious to see how you guys felt about it because, you know, my wife looks at this and she's like, "What the fuck is that?" Like, just the ad ad. You know again, what I mean? Like, why is it? Come on. Yeah, it's smooth though. That's the craziest part. I mean, considering how it was recorded and how it was yeah. filmed. Like, I mean, it's absolutely smooth, especially like yeah. bringing down the uh, the at ats, uh, the ATATs. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. crazy. There's one. There's one quick scene where. The ATAT, one of them, sort of pivots to his left to take a shot, and its mm-hmm. its left rear leg goes out to give it balance, and it pivots its its head and, and takes the shot, and that was that was smooth, man. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. You know, I agree. It gives it like this really unique movement that I don't think you could animate like you know with CGI. Like it just there, there's right. something about right. it that's hard to replicate, man. Oh, if it's done right, it's it's beautiful, absolutely. So, but yeah, that whole scene, that whole that whole battle scene w- was well done. And I mean, you know, I I'm someone who saw it in the theaters, and like when I saw A New Hope, you know, the one thing I did leave that theater remembering was the blue box, the boxes around, you know, the ships. Yeah. And you know, obviously that was corrected later on, but there wasn't anything leaving the theater after this one that I went. You know, eh. You know, oh, it, yeah. was, it was good. It was really good. In case you didn't know, uh, Travis, Doug is really fucking old. I'm really fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he, that's crazy. You saw, you saw New Hope in the theaters? I'd... Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think I rendered him speechless. Holy shit. I want to dive deeper. What, what is the first movie you ever saw in a movie theater then? <laughs> <laughs> well, remember that Charlie Chaplin? It was a Chaplin talkie, place? right? It was a talkie. <laughs> it was like the bridge over the river Kwai exactly. or some shit. What you... <laughs> well, Let's no, it it's, his, it's younger bro- his younger brother has quite the book written about him. Oh, yes. oh and I was just going to say, oh, Jesus, and fall right into it. <laughs> Um, Travis, you were surprised that tra- you saw it in the theater. You'd be more surprised yeah. to hear that he was 55 years old. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking. And, and he was born on leap year. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thir- I was 13 when uh, A New Hope came out. So also uh, Brooke Shields, like uh, and him right, having that. Are we just going to lay it all out now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was 13 for New Hope, so I had to get a ride for my parents to see that one, but. Uh, this one I w- was old enough to drive to. My cousin and I went to see it on opening night. So, um, yeah, yep. So uh, Luke and Dak. Dak is, by the way, the coolest name in Star Wars. I don't care what you say. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They hop in this in the snow speeder, and the snow speeder is like just another awesome example of a Star Wars ship that's that's you know uh, 
function over features. Like it's it's almost like a hot rod yeah. kind of ship. Um, yep. And, and and it to this day is one of my favorite Star Wars ships. To the extent that I'm about to spend 125 dollars on one uh, a toy. So. <laughs> right, I have a snow speeder from uh, from the 80. I don't know. I guess it wasn't the 80 collection. I don't know. It's a Kenner original. I have I have that. I have the ATAT. I have so many like the the original oh, Star Wars wow. uh, vehicles still. They're all from my childhood. It's not like I've actually bought these, but although I have been like recently replacing like some of the some of the guns or something that was missing. But yeah, anyway, I get dive deep into that shit. Oh, I know. I've looked at the pictures, man. I'm impressed. I like. I like it. Yeah, and when it comes to the plug section, I really hope you talk about the spike helmets. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, I had to put them all away for a minute. I have a cousin coming in. I mean, uh, my brother-in-law's, uh, well, I guess my stepbrother-in-law. Um, he's coming to crash with us. I, I have to put a bunch of shit in boxes and tuck it away. I'm like, you didn't clean up this shit, right? Like, <laughs> right this this office is fucking insane. I've I've gone too far. Like I've been so so deep in the rabbit hole. I right warned you, you, man. You gotta see the shit the shit he makes, Doug. It's pretty fucking impressive. Yeah, that's cool. I gotta check it out. Oh, I can give a yeah, I can no, give a personal no. testimonial because I am a, a client. I have a spike helmet. I'm looking at it right now, man. It's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, I saw the picture you posted today. Yeah, yeah, that is like friggin' awesome. That is amazing. Absolutely. Cheers, dude. Thank you very much. Yeah, I have fun making them. So we're we're full blown in the Battle Hoth, which again, for my money, is one of my favorite Star Wars mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Uh, even the stormtroopers, like the outfits that they gave these snowtroopers, are so different from the first movie. Yeah. Um, everything looks just functional and like just just super cool. Um, you know, the, your rebel fighters, they still have the same like orange jumpsuits, but they're more like coats and shit. So it's everything just feels like real world and dirty and, and as it should. Yeah, that's what I was noticing is it seemed way more realistic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, now, Luke and Dak, you know, get shot down, which as a kid watching this movie kind of fucked me up because you're waiting for Luke Skywalker to save the day at the jump and right. and he goes down hard. His buddy's dead. You know, it's it's very... This whole movie is harrowing in a way that the first one was not at all. Like, What the fuck did he get shot with, though? Like, Because Dak gets killed immediately. Right. Doesn't face him. He's back to back. Like he's he's pulling. Like not to bring it up again. He's Bubba and Force. <laughs> yep. They're yep. leaning yeah. against each other in the seats. How does he get blasted? Is it like shrapnel that blows up in his face I from like think, the? Uh, yeah, I think it's got to right be that shrapnel, right. Definitely. And then what brought the ship down was an ion shot. Because yeah, exactly. Shut yeah. it all down and just crashed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that sounds. I mean, it looked like sparks. You know, probably shrapnel or or you know. Yeah, I think it was. Shra- I definitely think it was shrapnel. Oh, that's fine. That's bad shrapnel in him. Yeah. Yep. There wasn't even like a there wasn't even like a grab for the neck no, like, or man. anything like that. It was like death. Just, death. just slumped. Just Dak out. is the Porkins of the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they give you this well, badass yes. name. Oh fuck, Dak. Cool. Dead. Immediately. Yeah. I'm still waiting. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the Porkins Revenge sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Porkins Revenge. That's something I would watch, man. Well, it's funny. Right, it's way better than the Christmas special. If if you dig into the <laughs> into be. the com in the Marvel comics, they give Porkins a lot of backstory, man. Like it's it's very interesting. I won't get into it now because it's fucking it's it's also weird. But if you're that kind of person that wants to dig deep into Porkins' backstory, look for the the Marvel Star Wars comics. Uh, it's it's kind okay. of insane. So I'll have to dive into that. Yeah, now you got me interested. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Is Gambit in it? Because <laughs> that's all I care about. What's fucked up is Porkins is Gambit. 
He he loses, oh shit! Loses a lot of weight. Uh, he moves to to the <laughs> Louisiana. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, he's a fucking player at that point. So so Luke is now like the fucking the king of the Star War. Just just when you thought Luke was down and out, he's running around fucking Batman grappling, hooking onto the bottom of hats yeah. and slice him open, throwing grenades inside. Like it is super cool to see him like being a superhero. For the first time in these, in these movies, yeah, exactly, much. exactly, yep. And they run with that. I mean, as these as these movies progress and you get into the prequels, they take that superhero thing way, way far with like the back flipping everywhere and the jumping fifty mm-hmm. feet. It yeah. gets a little ridiculous, but uh, th- until he, like you know, until he come, just becomes a farmer who's like milking a fucking weird thing on a crazy <laughs> island, blue milk, yeah, yeah. That that's Luke's final form when he's kind of tubby and he's you know drinking out of the teat of that fucking <laughs> just completely fucking disgruntled yeah i like that luke man i know a lot of people have problems with those sequel movies but i kind of like disillusioned sort of atheist luke i don't know now the one thing i did realize though like when they were in their like circle like getting ready to go out to like all the fighters like the jets and shit um they're standing there i'm like where's like the weird aliens that were like in the prequels and in the post sequels like <laughs> You know, there wasn't just a bunch of white dudes standing around. There was, like, all kinds of weird aliens flying fucking X-Wings and shit, too. This is true. They didn't have the budget for all those fucking goofy rubber masks in this in this sequence, man. You can, you can see where the money was spent. Like, they didn't have enough for that. Everybody's a yeah. human in this scene. Fuck it. Like, I'm used to seeing some kind of fish barking out orders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need a fish or a guy made out of worms or some shit. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. And in here, it was literally just ton of white dudes a ton of white dudes not, not even an white dudes. yeah not even an ethnic guy maybe yeah. they were like the hoth patrol so they'd be camouflaged <laughs> <laughs> so we're now to the point where we're uh, you know close to escape darth vader's landed right so he's making his way through this base this part of the movie bothers me a little and there's very little about this movie that bothers me but homeboy like Michael Myers slow walks throughout this whole sequence. Yeah, he does. <laughs> in a way where it's like this guy is super powerful. Everybody is afraid of him. They they establish that the force can do incredible things and later on you learn that he probably could have stopped this ship from taking off with his goddamn mind. Um but for whatever reason he almost seems to let them slip out of his fingers. I don't know if that He's got met- He's got metal legs, bro. Give him a break. Like, it's cold. <laughs> Everything's not fucking working as well. His gears are all <laughs> fucked up and shit. He's like, God yeah, damn. It's all he's more about up. the hunt. He's like, oh, I'll get him later. He's like, that's cool. He was away from his little hibernation chamber for a bit. So, yeah, he was stiff. <laughs> yeah. You're right. He didn't get a lot of sleep that night. The coffee. Yeah, I know you Florida boys haven't been in the cold, but the fucking cold <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Fucking really sucks. <laughs> Not say I was too far south. I mean, I was in Virginia, but fucking, it got cold. Right. <laughs> we had snow. I hear you, man. Yeah. I mean, I look I, I, more seriously. Yeah, they 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 definitely evolved all of it. Obviously, as as the movies went on, because they were flying by the seat of their pants these first couple of movies. I mean, I, they, oh, they Lucas were. didn't know this was going to be made while he's making the first one, and so on. You know, it was it was maybe by the end of of Return that it was completely established and that he could do whatever he wanted. He had carte blanche. So he was winging it as much as anything. And it, yeah, it's frustrating when you look at the, at, at, at everything as a whole, but 
you know, it's still cool, yeah. right? I mean, even that first fight in New Hope between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader feels very right. out of sync right. with everything that they've done since, you know? Yeah, because it gets better in this one when we get to that point. Yeah. That, that, this, the fight in this one is much better, and then and, and it evolves, you know? I mean, yeah, it's all yeah, cool, Yeah, I wish though. it would have just kept getting better, though. Like, yeah, did you ever like, see like that fan made version that was out there of the uh, Luke Invader? I mean, uh, the Ben Invader fighting yes. on the uh, Death Star. That is yeah. so dope. Yeah, it's, it that, is. You're like, yeah, sorry. Th- there's that same that skill, the flipping, the jumping, the moving. Not so much of a fencing sword play as it is. You know, yep. they, they actually have some skill. You know, there's yeah, that fucking exactly. Jedi and Sith skill exactly. that we're looking for. Yep. Yeah, that thing is super impressive, man. I, I, I'm an emotional cat, so I see stuff like that, and I, I sometimes roll a tear, like. Oh boy, I'm right there with you. Yeah, buddy. yeah. It's like, oh man, you know that this is this is what it felt like in my imagination. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so the crew escape on the Falcon, and Vader just kind of stands there. You know, as we established, his gears are cold. It was kind of funny when he stood there. <laughs> it's it might be one of those situations. It's like when I fly somewhere and, and we stop in Atlanta, and they land on the wrong fucking side of the airport, and I gotta walk. All the way across the terminal to get to my flight. <laughs> like maybe that happened here. Where Darth was like, "What? what why the fuck did you land all yeah. the way over?" And now I gotta walk through this whole snowy cavern and shit. <laughs> so we get out, but you know, again, this ship is sort of a, a jalopy. So there's there's some issues with it. Um, and as Hans down in the floorboards working on shit. Uh, they discover that no longer are they being attacked by these TIE fighters. They're now in an asteroid field, which is such a fun sequence, especially once you learn. And, and kids, if you don't know this, uh, one of these asteroids is actually just a potato. <laughs> yeah. Like legitimately a fucking like a russet potato. Really? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I can't tell you which one it is. Uh, you know, watch this scene and see if you can... Uh, discern which one of these, but one of them is legit a potato. So just knowing that, it just it, it brings a smile to my face, man. Um, but the the Falcon is trying to lose these Tie Fighters to this asteroid field. You get to see firsthand that Han is a badass pilot, you know, because he bragged about it so much in the first movie, um, all the shit that he could do with this ship. You get to see him really, you know, do some flippy doos, man. Like he's he's. Uh, He's proficient as hell. Uh, we get to a big potato, a big asteroid, and Han decides to go hide in one of the holes in it. Um, I bet he does. You know. <laughs> he's, he, I don't even know what to say to that, but yeah, of course, man. <laughs> well, Leia was saying earlier, you know, it takes a little more than that to get me going. It does. and And this is it, man. And... Uh, it is moist in there, we find out later, so it, it works. Yeah. I'm not sure why. I'm sorry I said that. <laughs> it's okay, because somehow, somehow the giant dick comes out of it, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, and all of this shit holds up, too. Like, it's obviously, you know, blue screen city with, with some of the stuff. But it, it also feels, too, like there's only maybe one or two CGI scenes that they added later where everything looks really slick for a second and then we go back to like these physical models and and uh props and stuff uh so they're hiding out in the in the hidey hole in the moist hole and uh luke is on his way to this mysterious dagobah system that 
uh, a ghost in the snow told them about. So naturally, you just you just go. Um, Luke is Luke is in the in the X wing, makes it to the uh, to the surface of the planet, and there's very low visibility, so he crashes in the swamp. Um, this is like your next big environmental change in this movie because these Star Wars movies are famous for. Like, this is the desert one, this is the forest one, this is the snow one, and now we get to the swamp portion of this movie, um, which feels really authentic. I don't know much about, like, the backstory of, of how this was filmed, if it was a lot of, uh, I mean, obviously there's some soundstage stuff going on with the puppetry and that, but uh, it just feels like like he's in the, the murk and muck of, like, I don't know, the fucking Everglades or something. Yeah, yeah. It, was all, it was all studio. It's that fucking basement from WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> they just went through one of the doors, you're right. Yeah, yeah. There's a Nexus. Yeah, that one's all studio. Okay. Right. Well, But they did a great job. You're 100% right because it looked and it's, felt real. It's that swamp from Futurama where Kiff goes to get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, uh, this might be like my childhood brain talking, but it always felt like a real place to me. Of course, now, oh, absolutely. now I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, yeah, those trees are definitely made of, like, fucking foam or something. But yeah. <laughs> It has no, a but, great dismal swamp feel to it from being up in Virginia. Yeah. There's, like, that whole, like, swampy area and, like, dusk. It kind of feels like that. It kind of has, yeah. like, that look. You drive through that area and you're like, this fucking feels like Dagobah. Yeah. They, it, they did a great job of giving you that open world feel. Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. I didn't I mean, hear you can... banjo. <laughs> You can feel it. You you know, there's certain movies you can watch, and you you know they're on a set. But this definitely has an open world field. Yeah, I definitely agree, man. And and uh, in this sequence here, when he crash lands and R two sort of falls in the water, we get a little levity. Like it starts to get into yeah. kid yeah. kid movie yeah. territory, which I appreciate. We're we're not fully like Return of the Jedi teddy bear level yet, but. <laughs> like there's there's a little fun to be had in what is otherwise like a very dark uh star wars movie yeah yeah so uh this all leads up to the introduction of uh yoda which uh, uh puppeted by frank oz voiced by frank oz and man you know we talk a lot about the way these effects have aged well or not fucking yoda feels real to me in a way that i cannot explain yeah he does. Yeah. And some quick trivia, man. Lucas didn't want Oz. He wanted the uh, he wanted Henson. Oh shit. He wanted Henson to do it. And he did not want Oz and there was some tension on the set. I don't I don't know the backstory as to why he couldn't get Henson, but um you know, he's he was he was better after the fact because of how well Oz did. But yeah, he didn't want him to start with. Oh shit, I didn't know that, man. And I can't I yeah. can't imagine Look, man, I love no. I love Jim Henson, but I just can't. It's such an hundred percent. Yeah, agree. it's so iconic, man. That voice and Frank Oz. I love Frank Oz in anything he does, whether it's just straight up acting or voiceover or anything. Right, the, the guy's a genius. You know, he's so good at what he does. Yeah, I, I love that you can just hear that little bit of his, you know, his real voice and yes. everything that he does. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. got that rasp. So. uh I'm jumping ahead a little bit because I'm so excited about Yoda. Before we get to Yoda, <laughs> we get to see uh, Piet interacting with Darth Vader. And Darth Vader sits in this sort of like beautiful metal egg. Yeah. Like his, it, yeah. his meditation chamber. 
And I remember as a kid thinking like that was so badass that. Oh hell yeah! When when that when we saw that the first time in the theater. Yeah, like, man, and like shit in the, the helmet lowers down on his head, and you don't know what his face yep. looks like yet. Like, you know, exactly. The magic was still there. Later, he's just like a, a fat dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Fucking egghead. It kind of killed it. But in this movie, you still didn't know what he looked like, and it was like, oh shit, look at his head. It's so white and bald and and scarred and weird. Fucked up. Yeah, it is a nasty. Yeah, man, like a fucking yep. like a Frankenstein monster and shit. Yeah, yeah. So that was a a very cool, and that all looked mechanical and real and shit. Like this this big meditation chamber. Um, very impressive set work, man. Like. Yeah, yeah. And listen, why why you're talking about that? So one thing I got to bring up, I might have talked about it in the last movie, is that obviously back then when these movies came out, right? The only time you saw a trailer is if you happened to catch it on television when it was playing during the commercials. You couldn't record it, especially with the first one. You really couldn't record it. You know, you couldn't go back and watch it 50 times. That was the only time you saw it because, you know, there was no YouTube. And so you didn't – You we, we went into these movies not really knowing anything about them. You right. know, so we were surprised by every little thing that happened. No matter how small or how big, you know, the audience reactions were so much more genuine because you didn't know anything about it. You know, and you were shocked when you saw stuff happen or, or, or you know, listen to stuff happen. So, um, yeah. That's, yeah, man. I, that's why I'm jealous of you, Duck, because you, you yeah. have to have those experiences. I, it's the only thing you should be jealous <laughs> of me for. <laughs> but, like, I, I feel like somewhere there's a recording of an audience reaction to Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I think it's the scene yeah. where, where Han uh, saves Luke, like, in the Death Star Trench. Yes. And there's, and oh, there's yeah. like, whooping and cheering and shit, like. That's incredible to me, man. I mean, to this day, I'll do that on my couch. Yeah. Like when something cool happens, you know, like, but yeah, in the theater, it was, yeah, there was definitely no, there were no reservations about letting loose as an audience member in situations like that. So the crowd really got into it. That's the shit that gives me chills. And that's why I'll defend these sequel movies that everybody seems to hate is because I remember those moments sitting in the theater when the tarp flew off of the Millennium Falcon and everybody fucking cheered. You know what I mean? Yes. Like just, yeah, yeah, just no. real emotions just fucking spilled yeah. out. It was incredible. I agree. Look, the prequels, you know, I remember seeing the, the first one, episode one. And, you know, cause it had, at that point it had been so long since, you know, since return. So, you know, as flawed as that movie is, it was still absolutely thrilling to go see it on opening night in the theater. I mean, I, I, I still remember, the feelings I have watching that and, and just being being able to be back in that universe, you know? Dude, the, the lines were absolutely insane for episode one. I worked at an oh, AMC yeah. in Hampton, Virginia yep. at the time, and it was a massive it was a massive complex. It was like an AMC 24. I think that's what it was called. And so it was the first one of its kind with 24 theaters wow. in my local area. And so, but I mean, we had a... We had a giant trash can, like a big old like fifty gallon trash can. We're making everybody put their lightsabers in these trash cans because people were <laughs> the first few shoeing, showings, people were just going nuts with these retractable yes. lightsabers yes. you get at your local Walmart. And we were like, You can't you can't have these out. People are complaining that your the sword fight's going on in the middle of <laughs> It was funny. It was great. Yeah. It was a great time. What a time to be alive though. Well, I mean, I was such a horrible dad. I I, I had 
like all four of my kids were born. My my youngest Dan was born in '99, but mm-hmm. I didn't take any of my kids at opening night. <laughs> no, you don't take the kids opening my, night. I went with my cousin because my cousin Scott and I are were the Star Wars nuts, and we went almost. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much every movie opening night or as close to opening night as possible. You know, yeah, I yeah. took them the next day. It was probably the next day or something. I took my 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 three kids, or at least my t- my two oldest boys, because I don't think my daughter was quite old enough yet, but. Um, yeah, screw that, man. Opening night was for me. Exactly. You don't <laughs> yeah. take the kids opening no. night, man. Nope. It was me. It was nope. me and my brother, man. Every every Star Wars premiere, and and you know he was on. He was the guest on New Hope, so we got to talk about it a little bit. But yeah, the moment we got in the car, we queued up the fucking John Williams, and and I'm talking about like yeah. grown ass men, bro. Like this was not that long ago, and <laughs> on the highway, pretending we're in a, in a ship, pressing buttons and stuff. Like it just. Yeah, exactly. There's something exactly. pure about about these uh, these movies, but I digress. Oh, I digress. I know. Go ahead. So we uh, we do get to meet Yoda, and he's kind of annoying, man. Like he's <laughs> he's a little shit. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> fucking around hard. Um, and again, like with fresh eyes on this, if you've seen this for the first time and you don't know who Yoda is, this character does rub you the wrong way. Which is by design. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's just a little bastard, and uh, you know it's only throughout the course of of him fucking with Luke, and I guess sort of testing him in in a way that you discover that he is actually the guy Luke is uh, looking for. He's the Jedi Master who trained Obi Wan, and um, he's not impressed with this kid, man. He's, not at yeah. all. Yeah. It's like this whiny ass farm boy. Like I can't, I can't train this guy. I can't. He has no patience, Joe. If you want to, it's too old. Yeah, he's too old. Joe, hit uh, clip eight for me. And I know I, I skipped another one for you, so I'm sorry. I was gonna say you skipped another one, didn't you? I did. Fuck we got one, carried yeah. away, man. That's okay. Uh, okay, hold on. I think I gotta like launch it up here. <laughs> I'm ruining Joe's I night. Get my shit resynced here. Uh, I'll try not to do it again. I promise. Alright, and I'm kind of like getting buzzed, so it's ca- counting. Why must you become Jedi? Hmm? <laughs> Mostly because of my father, I guess. Ah, uh, father? How oh, for Jedi was he? How <laughs> mm, oh, for Jedi? Oh, come on. How could you know my father? You don't even know who I am. No, I don't even know what I'm doing here. We're wasting our time. I cannot teach him. The boy has no patience. You will learn patience. Hmm. <clears throat> Much anger in him. Like his father. Now, who that father is, we don't know, kids. Nope, we don't. We have no idea nope. at this juncture. He's My money's on Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, yeah. He got around that one. Yeah. He's a wild wookie. But- no, he's packing it, so... Yeah. Oh, I bet he is. You just can't tell because you know his, his whole body is pubic hey, hair. But I, I saw that. I saw that wook- really weird red rocket. <laughs> I saw that wook- that Wookie oh, porn God. in the Christmas special. <laughs> the red rocket. That's so good. <laughs> but yeah, man, that that's Yoda's uh, right. turn. Like he goes from annoying to serious real quick, and as a as yes, an audience exactly. member, like, oh shit! It was a test. It was a test from the start. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a test from the first word he uttered and luke failed it well i'm so, sure yoda's been hunted for you know god knows how long you right? know what i mean there's been people trying to eradicate the entire jedi 
and he's been in hiding for so long that yeah, he's not going to just like give up that he's this almighty powerful Jedi. You know, he's like he's got yeah. a test. He's got a fucking child in front of him. He's uh, exactly. trying to like I want to be one of you and a whiny <laughs> like, child did that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's not the almighty yogurt. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, Sam. May the Schwartz be with you. Oh God, Mel Brooks. No pricks. Uh, so I want to go to Tashi I'm bringing Station. it back. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. My fucked up Spaceballs and Star Wars fucking crossover. <laughs> so we end up back in the Falcon for a bit to get some more of that sweet, sweet sexual tension. And oh, yeah. at this point in the movie, like Han Solo is sort of like the Pepe Le Pew of space. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like he, is, he is on Leia like fucking white on rice. Very yeah. persistent. And He's thirsty as fuck. He is. And in this age of like yeah. sort of re-examining older media under the lens mm-hmm. of, you know, the Me Too movement and, uh, you know, the progression of feminism and stuff, some of it's a little heavy-handed and problematic. Like, you know, no means no, man. Some of it. But again, it goes back to Leia's strength as a female character. She she handled it like a pro. Yeah. You know, and that was great to, to see that. Back then, because back then, it like we've already talked about, it wasn't like that for the most part in movies. Yeah, know? like she wasn't impressed until she was impressed. Like until she was ready right. to, you know. And and she, he really did have to prove himself as a character in yeah. order for... Well, well, basically all he had to do was die in the next like five seconds. <laughs> 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 we'll get there, man. Which, uh, yeah, I love that. But uh, they do get real close to... Uh, you know, sealing the deal, and they get interrupted by C-3PO, uh, which is great, man. Like, his his primary role in this movie is to cock block. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Droidus interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we we bounce back to Vader, uh, you know, basically just bossing people around and being a badass and not taking no for an answer. Like, fuck an asteroid field. I didn't ask you about an asteroid field. <laughs> exactly. Um, and we also get to see Vader communicate with the Emperor for the first time, yeah. uh, Emperor Palpatine, mm-hmm. which, again, this seemed completely badass as a kid. Like, this guy looked like a mummy or some shit. Yeah. Yep. Mumra. Mumra. Exactly. What a, <laughs> what a reference, man. Um, if you want to hit that clip for me, Joe, that's the next one in line. We'll never get it out now. So certain are you. Oh no, Joe's too buzzed. He skipped it. No, I think uh, I think there's another one after that. Then no. Hold on. I think you skipped it and you didn't fucking tell me. You're like it's the next one. <laughs> you have to take care of her. Is that the right one? It was all a test, man. And you and you. Hold on, you're fucking with me now, <laughs> Eric. Which one is this? <laughs> 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 I am kind of drunk though, so like, don't fuck with me. Which one is it? That's okay. No, basically, it's just Darth Vader uh, revealing to you that he has uh, a master, and he's a, he's a mummy, and it's uh, it's the first time you see Vader bend a knee, you know, to to somebody mm-hmm. in that extreme a way. Like Tarkin did, kind of bark some orders at him and, and tell him to stop, but you get to see the uh, the god sort of that Vader serves. In this movie, you see uh, Lord Vader being submissive, and it's like, what? This guy's actually got somebody above him? There's somebody even more powerful than Lord Vader, like that he's actually intimidated by? That was big time. 
Yeah. You're like, holy shit, this is a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely, man. Like, Vader comes off like a lapdog, and it's crazy. Because he's, mm-hmm. you know, he cuts such an intimidating figure in these movies. And then just to, to kneel to this, like, this wrinkled mummy, man, it was mind-blowing. Like, oh, who the fuck is that? Okay, yeah. I'm, I, I just to clarify, now, I'm lost on your little on your list. So, which number? <laughs> which number was that supposed to be? Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can work that out. Uh, I think Cause, seven. Because I'm gonna be lost from here on. <laughs> okay, then you did skip me because you skipped seven, and then you said we're going to number eight. I told you it was a test, man. Ah, I'm trying to keep you on your toes. There you go. I got you now. Next. There you next go. Next up is clip three. What is thy bidding, my master? There is a great disturbance in the Force. I have felt it. We have a new enemy. The young rebel who destroyed the Death Star. I have no doubt this boy is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker. How is that possible? Search your feelings, Lord Vader. You will know it. To be true, he could destroy us. He's just a boy. Obi-Wan can no longer help him. The Force is strong with him. The son of Skywalker must not become a Jedi. If he could be turned, he would become a powerful ally. Yes. He would be a great asset. Can it be done? He will join us or die, Master. Okay, so... There we go. Thank you. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Um, about this sequence, we, we later learned throughout these movies that there's some good left in this guy. This, to me, always jumps out as like the first time he, whether he realizes it or not, is trying to avoid getting his son killed because right off the bat he's like hey you know wait 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 a second yeah like i thought chewbacca was his dad well it's it it could be depending on the size of the rocket you just ruined let we listen we're done you just ruined it yeah Yeah. thank you eric that's it (laughs) thanks for having me on guys i'll be out (laughs) all right adios man thanks for ruining (laughs) Geppetophile all over again oh Oh, god Geppetophile. spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie i'm sorry it's only been fucking a hundred years (laughs) But yeah, man, it, it it really does jump out at me. It's like he didn't have to say like, "Hey, you know, uh, we could try to turn this guy into an ally." Like he, you know. Yeah, yeah. And th- this is one scene that has changed quite a bit through the different versions that Lucas has released. Um, the original, really? yeah. yeah, the original, the 1980 release was not in McDermott because there was no even thought at that point of of him being cast. It was actually a woman in makeup, <laughs> and she had uh, they they sort of superimposed chimpanzee eyes on her, <laughs> and and used a, a I forget the actor's name. It's actually somebody I recognize. I cannot remember his name. It's a New Zealand actor. Uh, did the voice of the emperor, uh, but yeah, it was totally different. And then they they've they've they retconned it to make it work in the subsequent releases, but even changed. Didn't change the look. It was always Ian McDermott at that point, but they they sort of changed the the color of his skin and such for different releases. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember at one point those eyes being like super yellow. I don't know if that was an. They're bu- well, no. What it is is it's crazy. They're super bug eyed. Like they have 
ridges above and below. It's really weird. It looks nothing like him. Okay. In in the original release, if you if you Google it, um, an image of it, it looks nothing like Ian McDermott's Emperor at all. So it's just really weird. But again, they were flying by the seat of their pants. They weren't thinking that far ahead, you know. So that's that's they just went with what they went with, and then. Lucas had obviously Lucas has already proved he has no problem retconning anything. Oh yeah, so, oh, no. you know, um, which is fine, you know, because it works for now. It's I I, I don't have a problem with a lot of stuff he did, but oh, yeah, yeah, it was it's definitely He's different. Got big ugly eyes. They're yeah. like sloth like sloth like. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's very it's very weird to Holy look at. Shit, I I funny enough, I kind of recall seeing this as a kid now. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah. Your subconscious yep. blocked it from your memory. <laughs> Such fucking traumatizing. <laughs> that or, that or I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm white claw drunk, and I'm just kind of making shit up as I go along now. But yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we are full blown uh, gonna jump into training on Dagobah with Yoda, which is a lot of like Tarzan swinging on vines and mm-hmm. doing some acrobatic yeah. stuff. And uh, there's this funny like. Uh, web comic i saw where obi-wan was like hey i don't know what what yoda was doing with you man like riding you and shit like he didn't do that with me and maybe it's like a it's like a, a weird sex thing i don't know yeah it's funny because if this movie was made a few years later it would have been a um it would have been like a music montage <laughs> yeah. there just would have been music playing with him doing different shit with yoda Take with no to talking the limit. exactly the yes. exactly around. You know? But Lucas, he dialed it back. He didn't want to go that route. <laughs> no, uh, simultaneously while Lucas is training, and I, I'm pretty sure the sequence comes first, um, we go back to the moist cave that the Falcon's hiding in, mm-hmm. and uh, we get attacked by these sort of bat-like creatures called Minox, um, yeah. which is legit a scary scene. Like, I don't give a fuck who oh, you are. Oh, hell yeah. This scares the shit out of me every time. Jumped out of my seat the first time I saw that, man. Yeah, he looked like C-3PO. <laughs> He's behind the glass. <laughs> exactly. So they get out and, uh, you know, they start shooting at these things and the ground starts to move. And, you know, of course, we comment at this point of like, man, it's super moist in here. Um, t- <laughs> turns out it's not a cave. <laughs> it's the inside of a giant space dick. Like a... Yes, and uh, so they narrowly escape this thing and I love this scene because again this is one of those special effects that survived George Lucas's like retconning and and redoing stuff yeah he didn't mess with this one you're right you're right I think Millennium Falcons (laughs) (laughs) and the episode you can't no one can possibly top that it's done but yeah this is just like a guy's hand in a rubber puppet Mm-hmm. Yes, and yep. you can completely tell, and it's just wonderful, man. Like, there's just something. Yeah, there's something about it. Um, Hell yeah! So, back on Dagobah, we're we're swinging, we're doing all kinds of bullshit, um, and you can see that Luke is progressing. Like, he can now make stuff float, kind of, sorta, but he's still like, I don't know. He can stand on one fucking hand and just like be like, uh, like I don't know if you ever done a handstand just standing there, but he's like he one hands it with Yoda on the other fucking yeah, foot. Yeah, balancing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The yep. balance is insane. <laughs> like, this is clearly a man in his prime because fuck, I can't, yes. I can't even come close to. Give me both hands and a leg on a wall, and I'll still fall over, man. Like I don't think I can stand on one foot. 
<laughs> upright. <laughs> You're right. I can't either, Joe. Yeah. Especially not right now. <laughs> Shit, my, my knee gave out coming up the stairs before. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think I can stand on two feet right now. I'm about my fourth uh, uh, dragon's milk in right now. Yeah. Oh, that's too oh, many yeah, dragon's so milks. I'm going to rat Joe out now. So while Joe Dragon is doing this, us. yeah, while Joe is doing this, he's posting cute Disney commercials on uh, Dude, isn't on that Facebook the best commercial with the duck? I know, but Joe, <laughs> he's fucking posting pictures and posting Disney commercials on Facebook, and he's doing this. So I get well, credit. Distracted. I, I was looking at the fucking uh, timestamps to make sure I wasn't the one who fucked up. Nah, <laughs> but kudos like, oh, to you, it. man. You're juggling a lot of balls there, buddy. Yeah. You're doing uh, good. Story, story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All, All the balls. <laughs> we'll leave that alone. For That's for JSM. Let's move on. All right. Yeah. So uh, Luke gets to, to confront uh, an enemy in this cave. Um, again, Luke is still a very annoying character at this junction because... Oh, hell yeah. You know, it's like, hey, man, like, don't bring your weapons. You're not going to need them. And he looks at him legit like, yeah, but I probably know better than yep. you, though. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. kind of like that... Uh, that scene in New Hope where they're like, no one can make that shot. And he's like, yeah, but like, you know, back home, I would shoot Womp Rats in my T-16 and they're no bigger than a meter. And it's kind of like, man, yeah. fuck this kid. Yep, yep. <laughs> but he go he goes to this cave and he's confronted by Darth Vader, which is uh, mind-blowing, man. Like, Oh, hell yeah. That's definitely a scene where... It, like jaws collectively dropped in a the theater. We were like, there was a gas, yeah, and everybody like it just shit themselves, you know. And it, it, yeah, just narratively, it was it hits hard because you're not ready for it yet. Like you know it's coming, but this is not the moment naturally in the film where it feels like there should be, uh, right, a climax. Right. So yeah, it's like oh shit, wait, what? Wait, yep. we just had a climax. <laughs> <laughs> we just Millennium Falcomed. <laughs> Not ready to go again. I'm not a young man. <laughs> yeah, I need a good refractory period here. Yeah. yeah. I need at least 20 minutes, baby. <laughs> hey, uh, kudos to you, man, because I can't. Real real talk, like, fuck a Star Wars. Uh, it's not happening twice in one n night anymore. Like, oh, it's, no. it's over. Definitely it's over. We're, pa we're past them days. Nah, man. <laughs> Fucking hey. Hey, just wait, boys, when it happens no times in the night. <laughs> <laughs> just wait. Oh, I'm excited about aging, man. That's how your brother was born. <laughs> well, yes. So if you're uh, listening to Masters of the Cinematic Universe, you obviously love movies. Uh, I do, too, because I host this podcast. And... Um, my pedal company, 37FX, um, definitely has a movie theme. So if you're looking for really cool guitar pedals and the bonus of having some uh, fun movie themes, uh, hit up the website, 37FX.com. That's the word 30, the number 7.com. Uh, you can find things like the Fat Guy Little Coat Fuzz and uh, soon to be released, the Tombstone Treble Boost, both, both based on some fantastic movies. So... Uh, you know, hit the website up. We've got some great sound samples on there. And uh, you can also hit me up um, through Facebook or Instagram uh, with any questions you have. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>